Jedi. I have been waiting for you. I'm not sure I've made your acquaintance. I am surprised you could have forgotten me so easily after I killed your master and you left me for dead on Naboo. It is you. You may have forgotten me, but I will never forget you. You cannot imagine the depths I would go to to stay alive, fueled by my singular hatred for you. That may be so, but I defeated you before, and I can defeat you again. <laughs> Don't be so certain. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the castle run less than 12 constants. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And this week, Kristen, what do we have in Star Wars news? Star Wars news! <laughs> so, kind of sounded like Star Tours. It's pretty good. Thank you. I hope, <laughs> I hope it comes across okay. I'm not, um, I was never in choir. So oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't taught. <laughs> Auto-tune, you know. <laughs> you know. I'm just like, good. No, I'm just kidding. Um... So, so something we found out this week that's on StarWars.com um, is that they're doing a book called Droidography. Ooh. Uh, yeah. What is that? So, um, from what I can tell, without literally reading it word for word to you guys, <laughs> um, I think it's just like a deeper dive into droids, essentially, mm-hmm. in the droids of Star Wars. The true heroes. The true heroes, of course. Um... It's supposed to kind of get back to, like, our normal ones, like R2, C-3PO, and then some of the other ones, like the new favorites, um, supposedly. I don't know them. So, like, uh, BT and Triple Zero from Dr. Aphra? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love them. So, supposed to be seeing them. Um, it's supposed to be told from the point of view of Roger. Um, he's a good guy battle droid from Lego... Um, it's apparently a Star Wars adventure, the Freemaker adventure. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I think it was uh, Fox Rono, actually. He was telling me about it, um, that it was something worth checking out. So ah, that might well, be something we dive into. You know, I made you watch that Lego um, oh, God. Jurassic Park <laughs> thing. The Jurassic was, World uh, in, was it, Indominus. Escape of Dominus Rex or something, something like that. Something like that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. I mean, it was most definitely geared straight for like five-year-olds. Because I think the age thing on it was like five to seven. I was like, well. So it met your standards. No, I'm just totally. <laughs> it was funny, though. Like, it made me giggle a lot. Because I think they threw hot dogs oh, at, yeah. um, at the dinosaur. Because obviously, like, it's a kid's thing. Like, you can't throw... And then there was a guy in a hot dog suit (laughs) that they kept chasing. (laughs) (laughs) So you knew it was funny. He like looked at me when as soon as I like was like, can we watch this? He was like, no. In his eyes. Like I could see it. He was like, please, no. And then we watched it. Yeah. He looked just as hard. It's fine. Yeah. Um, But sorry, off topic a little bit. (laughs) My bad. Um, But we're supposed to be getting the Jordography on November 6th. Oh, cool. This year. So... I honestly think it's pretty exciting because uh, ever since we kind of started our um, our rerun mm-hmm. of the movies and shows, um, I just have been taking a bigger notice of the droids. Oh, yeah. And uh, just kind of honestly how funny they are, mm-hmm. especially R2 and uh, C-3PO because they <laughs> crack me up. Like they act like they're like brothers, mm-hmm. um, which is hysterical. 
And I mean, I don't know, just all the droids in general. Absolutely. I, guess. I think it's really cool to. Hopefully, this is going to be something really cool. I'm just <laughs> definitely. Not sure. Side note: Who is your favorite droid so far? Oh, I don't even pick. <laughs> I don't like to pick. You got to choose one. I can't. Or a pair. A, a, pair? a droid pair. No, I can't pick a pair either. Why can't you pick a pair? I don't know. I like L3. Okay. But then I like K2SO. That would be an interesting pair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. That would be an interesting that pair. That would be because they're both really like hard-headed i guess is, um, oh yeah obviously the droids very like, straightforward nah, nah. and sarcastic but and that would be funny that would, that be, would really be amazing funny. they are both really sarcastic <laughs> so that would be a really funny pair but i don't know i mean chopper's really cool mm-hmm. like i don't know i can't pick between my favorite droids they're all really good and they all you serve, just love droids yeah they all serve a different purpose for You're each right. like, right. um each person they follow around essentially definitely definitely um, well, so we have another piece of news um, from StarWars.com that was announced. I think it was either this week or last week. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but in all the excitement, I definitely wanted to mention it. So with Throne Alliance is coming out July 24th, like just in a matter of days at this point, which is really, really exciting. I think it's sometime next week. Yeah. Oh, check me on it. Check me on it. No, I'm just playing. No, that's right. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Next yeah. week. Yeah. So uh, July 24th is when it's coming out, and Barnes & Noble is getting a exclusive uh, artwork to it. So it's not necessarily like a, a cover art or anything, but there's a Padme poster that's supposed to... It's Padme on Batuu, which is really cool, because that's Galaxy's Edge. Um, Padme on Batuu, like, full-color art. It's a poster that's going to come with it, and it only comes with Throne Alliances from Barnes & Noble, exclusive to them and everything. So, like... The whole internet's been like going crazy over it and everything because Padme looks freaking awesome on there and everything. So I showed you the artwork. What did you think about it? Um, I think it looks really cool. I'm pretty excited. Like, um, sorry, Books a Million. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, any other bookstore. <laughs> going to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> right. We call this a diplomatic solution. No, I call it aggressive negotiations. So yeah, so Excuse I'm really excited. Use. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. I'm still bummed that we're going to miss the SDCC exclusive art, the one with uh, Anakin and Thrawn. Uh. I'm still bummed that I'm going to miss out on that. But you guys going to SDCC this weekend, enjoy. <laughs> and if you like happen to pick up one, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at you, but... <laughs> <laughs> if you just don't happen to stumble across an extra... Yeah, I mean, you know, just... You know... Republic credits will do fine. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, you guys have a great time at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, we're looking forward to all of your adventures. Um, definitely be following around, following around and living vicariously through you. So Yes, most definitely. We will not be able to join, but we will live through the social media. <laughs> through the magic you. of social media. Yes. And Instagram. And the Twitters. <laughs> Twitter's Mostly funny. the Instagrams. Mostly the Instagrams. <laughs> I feel like you can get a better glimpse of it mm-hmm. on Instagram. Sometimes That's Facebook, true. but mm-hmm. Instagram's Twi- kind of where it's Twitter, at. it's kind of a roll of the dice what you're going to get. Snapchat's not bad either, actually. But it's like, it it, does, it doesn't stay, about, stay though, does it? No, but okay. if you, um, you know, if, if we like I don't Zoom, Snapchat, so I don't you know. You don't. I don't really do it much either, but if you like, just a tip if you don't do it very often, there's a map you can get to now. Mm. And you can actually find, like, events. 
Oh, okay. Like if you like, you'll see where it kind of like hot spots are. So like, if you were to zoom out right now, honestly, you'd probably see um, any events that are going on. Mm -hmm. It'd be like hot spots and stuff. So like, if there was a concert like down the road from us, something like there'd be a lot of like little red, I think, pulsing kind of or something. I can't remember because I haven't done it in a while. So like large snaps coming from that event at all. Okay, you can actually click, and I think it gives you like the events. We actually did it one time. Like mm-hmm. a year or so ago, when we were missing out on a con, I think. Yeah. And I think I went through and like was lucky looking at people's snaps. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Can't well, keep it or save it really as well, but yeah. it's still fun. We'll still have fun with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> think of us as you're traveling to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> or be listening awesome. to this episode. Either way works for us. But yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, so cool. So I think that's all of our Star Wars news of the week, because in all honesty, not a whole lot's been going on. Um, I think we're really gearing into Resistance coming up in the fall and everything, which is going to be really cool. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, so short news news segments at the moment. Yeah. Um, but if you're ready, Kristen, I think it's time for our main event. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> So, our main event this week is The Return of Darth Maul. And now, our feature presentation. So, I had to say it that sinister because, oh my gosh, it's a violent opening to a character reintroduction. Like, yeah. (laughs) So, quick synopsis for anybody who doesn't know. I mean, obviously, there will be spoilers. This is Clone Wars. Been out a long time. Fair warning. But anyways, so a little synopsis. So Darth Maul it returns in Clone in Clone Wars. Yes, he does. Bro is cut in half, ends up on a junk planet, loses his mind through his hatred, the dark side, all that kind of stuff, somehow makes himself some spider legs. I don't know why that's what the dark side did for him. I don't I don't know. <laughs> why couldn't it have just been like legs but you know you know i kind of thought that too as we were going through watching this i was thinking like why couldn't they just make like two mechanical legs wouldn't that have been so much easier than making like a spider suit and, exactly <laughs> instead of turning him into the spider from lord of the rings or right, something like that like, okay <laughs> um but yeah so he is found by his brother savage oppress or savage savage <laughs> don't judge us well, don't judge me. I was about so. to say, this is more your thing. More me. I like <laughs> subtitles. And so, like, as soon as they showed, like, Savage, mm-hmm. um, like, I was like, why does that smell like Savage? He's Savage Oppress. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but with finesse. With finesse, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. But we realized that. But yes. It's funny. So we were calling him, like, and then, oh. And then later in one of the episodes, oh, yeah, too, that guy, one of, like, Hondo's looking dudes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pirate, yeah. was like, Savage Oppress. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't just us. <laughs> Everyone who sees the name thinks this. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yes, Savage Oppress. I almost said Savage. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> he, it is. Um, he finds his brother, mad, crazy Spider-Man-ish thing. Out of his mind? Out of his mind. And just starting out, like, oh my God, Sam Witwer's performance. I would have loved to be in the booth. For that. Incredible. <laughs> what are you doing? What does she do in Parks and Rec when she's like, oh, you know, you know. the worst. <laughs> oh, the best. <laughs> You're so goofy. Um, but yeah, so 
You just made me forget what I was saying. Sam Witwer's uh, <laughs> Yeah, Sam Witwer's performance. But yeah, like, in all honesty, that's the, like, the craziest performance of Clone Wars. Like, if there was ever, like, best performance overall for the entire series, it's Sam Witwer and Darth Maul and that reintroduction. Your legs. Scum. He took them from me. He took them. Who, who took them? Jedi. Jedi. You remember. Mercy, Master. Mercy is a lie. A delusion of the weak to think themselves strong. I ask not for mercy. What? what is it? Brother, what are you saying? Into the filth. Through the grief. Jedi! Revenge. I must have revenge. Because the whole thing, like, all the things he's sitting here muttering and crazy. Because, like, I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of the things he was saying, he would start, like, the Sith Code. Um, talking about no mercy, there is no mercy, and all this other kind of stuff. The chains. the, the It was like the chains uh, will set me free or something like that. My through, through something, my chains will set me free. I can't remember exactly what it was. But he's quoting the Sith Code. But what it's doing in his mind is it's leading him to other things. Yeah. And so he starts quoting the code to try to bring himself back, and then he ends up down other avenues where it's just insane. Why did I feel like you just described me in a way? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I thought I've gotten a little better, but you know how bad I am at that. Like, I'll start saying something, and then, like, whatever I said leads me down another path, and I'm like, hey, but da 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 And you're like, how did you even think of that? And I'm like, because I said da 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 And you're like, What? <laughs> I don't even understand how that makes sense. Is that what I sound like? Yeah, you're like, I don't know, dude. Those don't even, like, relate. Oh my dude. God. Man. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, dude. No. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> bruh. Nah, I, I limit myself on bruh. Like, that's a, bruh. You gotta draw a line somewhere. But <laughs> Bruh. Um, but yes, I would agree with you. You do that all the time, <laughs> all the time. It's like you following know. the white rabbit down the hole. <laughs> Literally, I'm sorry, but I'm but yeah. sure our our fans and our listeners have noticed this too. Yeah, but yeah. W- w- without recapping all of Maul's intro, so what did you think of seeing Maul after? Well, the last time we saw him in Phantom Menace, what did you think of his reintroduction? <laughs> so the last time we saw Maul, he was. Falling in two pieces down a hole. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you don't really expect to see him. You know, you're kind of like, Maul who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, not really. Well, that guy, he survived. No, right. that's, that's nice. Who are you? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> might be what Obi-Wan said, too. Oh. He's like, I don't think we've had the pleasure. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, of course. Of course you would forget me. <laughs> but I didn't forget you. I never forgot you. <laughs> but I almost feel like I should be quoting this, but it's okay. There's more to it, but it's all right. We'll leave it at that. Um, but Maul's introduction to me, um, it was kind of scary. He's really freaky. He really freaks me out because he's running around with his three, four-legged spider self, mm-hmm. like hopping all over the place and being like, no. Nah. No mercy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
I'm sorry. I was being the, I was being the spider legs. It was the spider legs. Too much. You're good. Much, you're okay? good. <laughs> I even have hand motions, guys. <laughs> Just in case you've never seen the episode, she's giving you accurate depictions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty, I, don't like, I didn't like it. Um, I know one of the things you said too, as we were watching it, it may not have been this exact part. Um, but thank you. You should be thanking me because of subtitles. <laughs> you were like, oh, I didn't even realize that he said all the things he said in this. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I didn't realize a lot of the things, especially the stuff where he started talking about. Um, Something about mercy, that not showing mercy or something like that. But then he went from there to, like, I don't know, some weird theology of mercy, of, like, how it is for the weak and the no, something. I don't, I, mean, I can't, I wish I had that in front of me. But, like, it's crazy what he goes through and, like, and like I said, it was the Sith Code is that he was going through and everything. It was almost like... Like what you hear with um, Prisoners of War and stuff like that. They start reciting their information and all that kind of stuff so they don't lose themselves. It was almost like he was doing that, um, where he was reciting the code that he lived by, the Sith Code, over and over again, but his mind was so broken that it couldn't hold together. Right. Well, and you know, one of the things later that we learn um, that he says is that like his body was broken mm-hmm. and his mind was broken or something mm-hmm. like, along those effects. Yeah, but yeah. His spirit was intact because all he could think about was getting revenge mm-hmm. um, for Obi-Wan. What kind of hatred must that be that that is what kept you alive after you were chopped in half and, I mean, that's in all intents and purposes, you were killed. I mean, you should have been. Right. He obviously wasn't. hatred for a single human being built you spider legs right. <laughs> and kept you alive long enough to try to see your revenge exacted. Like how insane is that? Right. That's that's pretty crazy. Like I couldn't imagine how much hate you'd have to have within yourself in order to mm-hmm. like reconstruct yourself, and then you know still kind of lost yourself along the way. But that's what kept him even remotely together was the fact that he just wanted revenge mm-hmm. against Obi Wan. Oh yeah. So so what did you think of Maul's like grand introduction to Kenobi? The, his whole plan to draw at Kenobi. Um, so I'm trying to remember. We just like shoved like. Six so he, so he uh, goes to like a remote planet in the outer oh, realm. Yes. and like slaughters an entire slaughters village. The to enough the to where engine. it messes up a droid that can't seem to stop banging its head up against the wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the droid's seen things. That's pretty messed up. I mean, you know, after we get him going back to um, where. Mother is Mother Towson. Yeah. Mother Towson, and once she kind of reconstructs him back to his old self in a way, mm-hmm. um, y'all Maul's creepy. <laughs> like we just didn't get much Maul in uh Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. I was about to say New Hope, and I was like, that's not it. That's way <laughs> Too- not it. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we just didn't get much Maul in Phantom Menace. So you only get really like the fight scene of him and mm-hmm. kind of like the him in a hood, I think, is all you really get. His like For the most part, <laughs> I mean, I think it gets across in the movie just the, the rage. Because like that's something that I think is really cool that Sam Witwer brings to the character is like every time Maul talks, like he does this in Phantom Menace, but it's even more so in Clone Wars, where he's like seething. 
Like, he's just so mad he's talking through his teeth and everything. Revenge. I know. Revenge, Revenge. And stuff like that. Like, he's just so infinitely angry. Yeah, but Maul's pretty sinister, and we just didn't get any of that um, from him before, and now, you know, this these whole, like, Maul arc in Clone Wars, like, you really just dives deep into who Maul really is, and mm-hmm. and really how far Maul's willing to go just to get a little revenge on one person. It's not like he was trying to kill a whole planet. <laughs> like, my goodness, this man was like... I don't know, which I don't, you don't expect much, I guess, mm-hmm. or you don't expect anything less, I guess I should say, from someone who is a Sith. But I mean, like, he, you know, he gets to that first planet and he's like, yes, we must slaughter the innocent yeah. in order to draw out the Jedi, um, which was creepy. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> is, it, is it more scary that it worked? or? <laughs> I think it's more scary that it worked. Because, <laughs> you know, right before, he was like, no, I can't be Maul. And he's like, Maul. Mm-hmm. I love that he toys with him though when he meets him. Like you yeah. said, it's like uh, I'm sorry. Have we uh, met before? Really a pleasure. He's, he's like, I, I, you could have forgotten me, but I'll never forget you right. and everything, which was so sweet of him to say. But no, <laughs> it's like, it aw, you're my biggest fan, right? You mean you thought of me all these years? Aw, I didn't think of you at all. Right? <laughs> you were dead to about five minutes ago. <laughs> And then that realization where he's like, it is you. And then, obviously, Maul's got to play the cheap card and have his brother jump in behind him. Uh, <laughs> but it's Maul. Like, it's Maul. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a set. Like, he plays dirty. Oh, definitely. They don't, yeah. they don't play for the rules. <laughs> There's no rules. Yeah. Well, and so so I thought it was interesting seeing Maul play the long game. Um, and not... Too long because Not he he has a long. nearsighted goal. I think. I mean, obviously to ruin Kenobi, kill him eventually, but he's kind of Palpatine Junior. And is. we start to see that in that second arc. I don't want to get to the second arc just yet, but like we see the makings of it in this first uh, Maul Returns arc where he starts on Hondo's crew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's definitely in it for the long haul. And one of the things he says, you know, is like. I've waited this long, like, I can wait a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just gotta, I gotta give it to the Sith, though. They got patience. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> if anyone else ain't, you know, they got all the patience for the rest of the world, because like, you got, you know, Maul there, who was willing to wait several years, several mm-hmm. years to get revenge. You get Palpatine, who was waiting, like, till Anakin's uprising. <laughs> plus, him taking over with Order 66, like, mm-hmm. There's just so much patience. Like, they just kind of wait for the long game. Like, that's what they have to do, though. Yeah. It's the way they insert themselves into the story to end up where they want to be. Mm-hmm. It's all about the long game for them. Well, and that's the thing is, like, every time you hear, and I feel like every time you hear the Jedi talk about the Sith, the Sith are impulsive. Um, they're driven by their passions. So, I, I guess the driven by your passions part, I guess, would breed that patience of locked on a singular goal. But, I mean, I don't feel like that's very impulsive. No, I can agree, but... (laughs) The Sith kind of know a little bit what's up. It's kind of scary. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I really liked, though, when he does start in on uh, Hondo's crew, and (laughs) he he brings some of them over, and um, Hondo's like, you betrayed me! 
I'm so proud. <laughs> I love Hondo. <laughs> I know, I do too. Hondo's great. He's one of my, um, he's probably one of my favorite characters that's like kind of underrated in a way because yeah. you just don't see him a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when he comes up, I'm like, oh, yay, Hondo. Like, <laughs> it's like anytime we're going to Flor or, yeah, it's Florum. Um, every time we're going to there, I, I love it. I'm yeah. just like, yay, Hondo. <laughs> yeah. It, it was funny though, how he makes, um, his crew like turn against him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I'm, you know, I'm just convinced at this point he can make anyone turn against anyone really. Mm-hmm. Well, and then in the end of that, I mean, he brings his crew back. He does. <laughs> He's like, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less. We're pirates. So we got this you game. Cool, let's right. go take the ship. <laughs> right, he's like, and they all start running to get to the ship, because he's like, it's full of treasures! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go! And they're like, treasure? Yes, let's go! Yes. Um, and then we lost Adigalia, one of the Jedi. Sad. Yeah. That was sad. Um, I do want to talk about, too, like, Obi-Wan got his butt handed to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, really shook is, him up. It did, which is kind of scary, because um, mm-hmm. you always kind of expect that the Jedi, you know, you always want to think that the good guy is going to win. Mm. Um, that's just kind of how it always goes. You know, any movie show you watch, like when the bad guy wins, it's a sad day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're always running cough, for the- Cough, cough, Infinity War. <laughs> 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 Thank you for the answer. <laughs> um, but you never want the bad guy to win. You're always running for the good guy. Um, mm-hmm. Most of us are. I'm sure there's a couple of you psychos out there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure there's a couple of people that are like the, the bad guys. I see you out there. <laughs> right? <laughs> but you want the good guy to win. And, you know, just to watch Obi-Wan get his butt handed to him, like, a lot of times, really and truly. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. it was two against one. So, I mean, hey. But the couple times where it was, like, a couple people against the two, like, they just didn't stand a chance. You know, he had um, Asajj, mm-hmm. Ventress. Help him at one point, which is really, that was really funny to me. That was a really funny scene because she came out of nowhere and was like, um, oh, you Jedi or something like yeah. that. And, <laughs> and essentially, like, they were just kind of like, they were just like kind of sarcastic towards each other, I oh, guess. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of banter between there the two. There was. Yeah. It was funny. They were kind of bouncing off each other. And at one point, I looked at Danny and I was like, well, then he wonders where Anakin gets it. <laughs> exactly. All the little sarcastic comments. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm just, look, I'm just taking your lead, you know, because yeah. he's somebody like, oh, now, now you want to run or something like that. And he's like, yeah. well, I'm just taking your lead or something. I'm just yeah. watching you or something like that. But I mean, even with them two, who both are very highly skilled, like trained um, force, force wielders. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, uh, like it was just not a good fight. Like it was, yeah. they almost their butts handed him. They had to run. Mm-hmm. That's literally what they did. They ran. Well, and, and then getting back to Maul too. Like my Maul's no joke. No, because like so, and that's the thing is in Phantom Menace. So he's obviously skilled. We see the way he fights and everything. That's what we get. It's a snapshot of what or who Maul really is. And with his return, seeing him just locked into Kenobi and the destruction of Kenobi. Not even the death. Like, he has an op- multiple opportunities to kill him. He does. He doesn't. He toys with him. Right, because he, he wants him to him. suffer. He that's what he suffer. says over and over again is, I want you to suffer the way I suffered. Mm-hmm. So that's all he wants is he wants to watch Obi-Wan, like, just lose it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I know he draws on a lot, and he says it several times to him, um, and one of the parts is in that, like, cargo plane or wherever they're mm-hmm. in, is that he's like, oh, I, you know, your anger is starting to feed you. 
Yep. Kind of. He like, starts playing into the whole dark side yeah, thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. And he does it again another time, too, saying yeah. that his anger is going to take him over. And that's when Obi-Wan, well, that's the second part. So I guess we can Yeah. Play. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. Obi-Wan's got to come back to it. Mm-hmm. But Oh, definitely. Well, and, and it's really cool character development for Kenobi, too. It is. Because Kenobi, up until now, has just been kind of the, the straightforward master. The one who, I mean, in all honesty, is probably the best depiction of an actual Jedi. Yeah. And we see that even he has flaws. Right. He and struggles. he has weaknesses. And he then does. he struggles and things like that, which is really cool because that's where, like what you said, you start to see a lot more of where Anakin gets it. And yeah. that this wasn't totally Anakin being the way he is, the strong-willed and sarcastic at times and uh, arrogant and all that kind of stuff. Obi-Wan carries those char- their characteristics, too. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. You start to realize that, like, not all the Jedi are perfect. Like, you can't mm-hmm. be emotionless. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not... Mm-mm. It's not gonna happen. Well, and Anakin makes that point, too. It's like, we're, we're called to love, but attachment is forbidden. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like, something's gotta give. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, the head wasn't talking to the heart when they made these rules. Like, <laughs> what? They were like, this is Jedi Theory 101. <laughs> right. And it's theory because no one has done it until now. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. No, definitely. And I love seeing Kenobi's development through this. Because in all honesty, it's a Kenobi arc. But even still, with Maul seeing just, like... So, I want to go ahead and start into the second arc. I challenge you, one warrior to another... And only the strongest shall rule Mandalore. So be it. So the second arc starts with Maul. Him and Savage get discovered in the escape pod where they escaped off of Florum and everything. They're like half dead, whatever, covered in... Crystals because they're floating out in space and everything. <laughs> right. Um, it says in the unknown unknown space and everything. Uh, they're picked up by I'm trying to remember who picks them up. Previsla. Uh, yes, Previsla uh, and the Mandalorians. Yeah, they pick him up and everything. And so this starts man the whole Mandalore arc Ooh. with Maul. Ooh. So what an arc too. Oh my gosh. Like, so if you haven't seen it, <laughs> like stop what you're doing. Pause this, go watch it, and come back and listen. Because, dear God, it's amazing. It is. Yeah. Like, if if you just needed to know more about Maul, like, if you were just hungry for Maul after watching Phantom Menace, like, mm-hmm. be prepared. Like, Clone Wars <laughs> is not a kid's show. <laughs> I repeat, it is not a kid's show. These three episodes are absolutely not for kids. No, they're not. They're scary. There are so many beheadings. So many beheadings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so many deaths. So much death. So much yeah. death. But... Well, and so to like the whole this whole arc, like because at one point we were talking about how Maul was like scary good at what he's yeah. doing, like gave me chills. It reminded me, and this is not Star Wars, but it reminded me of the Office where <laughs> Pam and Jim are at odds and everything, and she says something to the effect of "I know you'll make the right decision" or something like that, and then it cuts to his little interview thing, and he goes, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> "That's how I felt this entire time." Where Maul would do something, and it was just like scary calm. And scary good. Like, at one point, he gets arrested, and he just gives up. It's right. like, that's when you know you are in trouble. Like, you right. do not do... No. If the man is like, yeah, go ahead. Do it. Right. He's going to kill you. That's yeah, what's no, going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we see all the signs, because we're, you know, we're bystanders <laughs> watching what's happening. But, like like we said in the beginning of this, like, 
Maul is in it for the long game. Like, mm-hmm. Maul already has this pre-notion of, like, ideas and, like, concepts of, like, what's going to happen, what's going to go down, mm-hmm. how it's going to go down. Like, he's got a plan for every, like, scenario, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, normally I think what he says Well, and that's the impression that but... we get, too, because Palpatine's the same way. Right. Everything seems to work out the way he plans. Even when there's hitches in the plan and everything, the same thing happens with Maul. Because there's a couple times where we're like, oh, man, they're going to get away. Oh, they're going to do this. And then Maul's right there. Like, yeah, you know I, what's kind of scary about that, too? Is remember, we were talking about this um, in one of our last episodes about how um, the Force. Yes, last one, actually. Yeah. In Phantom Menace. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. and about how, like, everything just kind of seemed to work for the good with the Force. And mm-hmm. we were talking about how, like, the Force kind of, like, possibly inserts itself mm-hmm. in order to, like, make things go the way it should. And it almost seems like it was like that for the Sith. Which is crazy, because mm-hmm. if it's the same force, it's like... Whose side are you on anyways? Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know, it, just, it makes me think a lot, and makes me wonder. Well, and so I think that's where it might come into the, the manipulation of the force. Um, because the force can allow one to see the future, things to come, stuff like that, which is why Anakin seemed like he had such quick reflexes. Because he was seeing things before they happened. Right. So he's able to react scary fast to it. I think it's the same kind of same kind of thing with Maul, is that he's able to see the outcomes before they happen. And so it's kind of like he's calculating scenarios and things like that with almost an advantage. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean that makes sense, and that would seem why that would make sense as to why he Because it's not necessarily that the force is working for him. Right. He's making it He's manipulating it. He's manipulating it. it, yeah. In order to... He's using what he can in order to determine the outcome that he wants, not necessarily the will of the Force. That makes sense. It really does. Oh, it's just crazy. Like, they're just... It makes my brain, like... We're just going to have to do an episode on the Force. It's going to happen. I know, like, it's what's (laughs) all in person. (laughs) But that does make a lot of sense, and that could explain why, like, you know, a lot of times, um, one of the things that... You know, Yoda says mm-hmm. in um, Phantom Menace, when he when they get Annie, mm-hmm. is that Anakin's, like, future is clouded. Yeah. He can't see it. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's because there could have been, I guess, two, um, maybe he had two paths. Possible. That's why you can't see one or the other, because mm-hmm. there was never one distinct one for him. It's possible. Until he got older. Made that decision. And made that decision. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, later in Clone Wars, we see his future. Because somehow that path is already designed for him because of some choices that he's made along the way. Well, and the future is always in motion as well. I think Yoda even says too. So just because you see an outcome doesn't mean that it'll happen. I think it's when he starts having visions of Padme. Right. And he's like, well, the future can change. That's right. It doesn't mean that it's set in stone. And so I think that's almost what kind of sets Anakin on that path of I can change this. Right. I can. I can. Well, that's what the father says too. Happening. Yeah. In that episode mm-hmm. that we've been watching Home Wars, he even says that the path is not set. Mm-hmm. Like you can make the the path. Did I say the path? The, the path. Future. Yeah. Whatever. It's not set that you can <laughs> make thing. it. Yeah. Like you can you can make the difference mm-hmm. in it. Like you don't have to be what it says you're going to be. Right. Essentially. Mm-hmm. In in lack you, of there's I don't still know exactly choice, what he which goes back to your point of it being more free will. Than something saying you have to be this. Right. It's almost as if the the forces laid out a path that must happen, influences it one way or another, but you still have that choice to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. Huh. 
Okay, yeah, well, sorry. We'll have to, we'll have to jump onto the episode of The Force. But yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. So that's why, um, you know, Maul seemed so calculated. Mm-hmm. It was able to kind of really keep the ball rolling and not having to, like, really hit many, um, like, problems mm-hmm. amongst it. And it was it was really funny, too, because, like you said, when he got arrested, he was like, oh, it's, you know, it's cool, it's fine, it's whatever, which is really mm-hmm. creepy. Exactly. But, I mean, he was playing the long game anyway. You know, they were going around planet to planet, um, picking up the black sign, um, picking up the... The Pike Syndicate. Pike Syndicate. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was like literally on top of my tongue. Got the huts too. Yeah. Got the huts. <laughs> killing a lot of people along the way. Oh, Which was yes. scary. Very intimidating. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Previsla, sh- he, he shouldn't have messed with them. Well, and, and, and I liked uh, when they go after, uh, and on uh, Now Hutta, they go after the hut- the huts. One of the bounty hunters throws a knife at one point. Where they're oh, like, oh, we're not-. he's like... I'll trade you your lives in exchange for your... It's like, that, that's what I'll give you. I'm not right. going to give you uh, credits. I'm not going to give you any of that. You'll have your lives. Um, and one of the bounty hunters throws a knife, and Savage stops it from behind Maul's head, and Maul just takes it and then puts it back on the bench. It's almost like well, it really everyone it. gets one. He, he well, slings it back. He slings it, it back, but he, put, he puts he it into the anybody. bench instead of killing somebody. Yeah. And so it's almost like he's like, okay. I'll give you that one. Right. And then after that, they start shooting at him. He's like, well, you done done it now. So I almost kind of wonder if the hut that did die didn't have to die <laughs> because they decided to. to. Exactly. I mean, they end up bound. I mean, that's the thing is no one had to die. Mm-hmm. Everyone just decided they were the, the bigger muscle in the room. Right. Um. So they were like, ha, 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 ha. Like the black sun is like, we are the black sun. You're the headless son right now. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I want his sword. <laughs> You're dead. You, you'll get it. it. It'll fit nicely around your neck. <laughs> right. And um, so I mean, it kind of went dark. <laughs> not a kid's show. Not a kid's Pete, show. Do not watch this with your children right now. I did love before he killed the uh, the hut though, where he was like, "So all you can tell me is that I'll find Jabba." At Jabba's palace. Right. <laughs> that was really funny because he's like, really? Like, it's Jabba's palace. Like, where else would he be? Like, exactly. Like, if I go to your house, am I going to find you? Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> thank you. New news for me. <laughs> that was funny. Though. He was just kind of like, this, this is really the information you're giving me? Yeah. He had that look like, come on, man. <laughs> right. Give me a location. Tatooine, Tatooine. And that's when uh, Pre Vizsla was like, Jawa's Palace. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, funny. yeah. So, so what did you think of uh, Pre Vizsla in this? Uh, Pre Vizsla was trying to play the long game, too, there. Um, he never had any respect, really, I guess, for um, Maul or Savage. Mm-hmm. I almost said Savage. <laughs> <laughs> um, he never really, you know, had much for them. And, you know, they were all both playing the long game. And you could tell when Pre Vizsla was getting really mad because, you know, they him and Maul would be kind of walking, talking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Maul was all about this vision, which is kind of cool, too, when you think about it now. You know, thinking about on, like, where everything happened, he always had this vision mm-hmm. for it. And the vision has expanded and right. things like that. And, yeah. Uh, that, he, that vision he'd been talking about was probably the future. There you he go. He knew what was going to be happening. So he already had this, like... Or at pre- least knew how to accomplish it. Right. Mm-hmm. He always had this, like, promotion on how to get where he was going because mm-hmm. he had already seen it. So, Sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> Chills. It's just cool. Um, but, you know, you could always see when Previsla was getting really mad because he would, like, ball of his fist. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and then him and uh, Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Katan, by the way. 
not Catan. <laughs> we learned this. We used to call her Catan. Yes. So very sorry if we've been saying that for this long, but she says her name in the, in the last episode we watched, and she said Catan. So we will start saying Catan. <laughs> but, you know, him and her, um, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder what a whole, her role was, too. In as far as like on at pre side, yeah, like was she literally like a part of that? Like, is that what she believed, or was she like undercover for her sister in a way? So, kind of so no, like she, both because she disagreed with her sister, right? Um, she didn't believe with how Satine ran Mandalore at all, so that's why she defected well, to she Death was Watch. Right, so. <laughs> um, Satine was right, Let's Satine that. was right. <laughs> Need a t shirt of that, Satine was right. <laughs> um, but no. Bo-Katan actually believed in Death Watch. She was part of Death Watch. It was a her own little kind of, I don't know, I don't want to call it a clan because I don't think it was. I'm not sure. But uh, it was uh, the Night Owls. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, but no, she was absolutely part of Death Watch. She okay. wanted to see Pre Vizsla on the throne. Like, she actually believed in the vision. And then when things went sideways, when, well, Maul relieved him of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's when she was like, oh crap, because that was, that was, that was another thing that kind of scared me and kind of like sent chills through me is when Maul knew their customs about the, the single combat and stuff like that, where, where the, the old prime minister, I can't remember his name right now. Almec? um, Almec. Almec. Yeah. Uh, when he was like, oh yeah, well if you defeat him in combat, they're honor-bound to stand by your side. He's like, I know. Precisely. Yeah, precisely. It's like, you knew that? Like, right. Ugh. It, was the, it was the pregame. He knew it all. <laughs> yeah. It was like everything was planned. Yeah. And, and surely he came across something, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It's like, how do you do that? Which was so funny, too, when him and Savage ended up in jail together. Yeah. And they're talking, and brother, his brother was like, brother, what are we going to do now? <laughs> you know, and Maul's just like, patience. Padawan. <laughs> yeah. Did they call him Padawan's apprentice? apprentice? Thank you, apprentice. I knew I was wrong. Because it, it didn't sound right. But I was like, but I know this is Padawan the... sounds so endearing. I know. I was like, that sounded so nice. Like, patience, apprentice. And then he was like, we just got to find someone. You know, he hasn't taken the throne yet. We just got to find someone who's like corrupt, essentially. Um, somebody who's a murderer, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I mean. and he's like, "Well, I'm just ready. To take me on a tour." And yeah. Savage just like does this like creepy shake, like, <laughs> and, like <laughs> blows like the windows out and it was Sith implosion. Literally, like it's kind of funny when you think about it because he literally just did this like shake, like. Ugh. Well, what was funny is like he he almost looks like he's about to Hulk out. Like he he, he flexes did. his muscles, he goes. And then boom. Right. And everything around them, like, well, not around them, just anything in their, like, little vicinity, their cell, exploded. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they're just kind of taking a tour. And Savage is killing all the guards that's trying to kill them. And then walk up to Satine and she's like, what do you want, monster? (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like... It's almost like an interview. Yeah, it's it's really funny because like he gets what he wants, but like you just don't even realize it until at the end of it. But yeah. he's like, "Where's all your counsel at?" or something mm-hmm. like that. And she's like, "Well, you know, they must either be in here with us, or they're dead because they didn't, you know, follow Previsla." Yeah, and and then he's I don't remember what he asked, but he says something. And like who's him or something? I don't know who's mm-hmm. he. Who's who's this guy or who was w- with you? And she was like, 
all Mac or something like that. And she was like, no, he's a traitor. Yeah. He, he I put him in jail because. For corruption, for corruption and something. Yeah. <laughs> and then as they like, oh, perfect. Thank you for cooperating. Yeah. He just like walks on <laughs> to the next cell, which is all Mac, Almec, however you want to Almec, say Almec, I think. Yeah. And he's like, Almec? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So then they have that fun conversation. He's like, yo, she put me in here for corruption. <laughs> She's like, he's a murderer. And all Mal can think is like, great, thank you. You're just adding bonus yeah. points to this. Like, <laughs> okay, right Check here. that off. Right. <laughs> and then Savage has got to lean around the corner. Quiet. Now, have you had murderous thoughts in the last 24 hours? You have? Great, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are you morally flexible? Right. Do you have any regrets over your last action is why you're in jail? No, great. You check all the boxes, sir. You can come with us. <laughs> so, you know, obviously they're like, oh, wait, he's perfect. He can, mm-hmm. he can be like the face, but I'm running things. And that's mm-hmm. essentially what happens is Maul had this long game the entire time. And he ends up in a battle with Pre Vizsla. It does not go well for him, for Pre Vizsla. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty good battle at first. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think he does, does he? Daniel's like, I don't know, does he? Yeah, I couldn't remember if he survived it. I was pretty sure at some point he died. Um, I couldn't remember if it was at that point. But that that he fight, did. yeah, he's definitely dead. Um, like I said, Maul relieved him of his head. So he, he did. Yeah. He has no head. He has no head. <laughs> um, but it, the the fight between them, like at at times, reminded me of Sabine in the at the trial of the dark saber, yeah. where she was fighting against Ezra and learning how to do it. Because Finn Rao gives her some of those things that uh, Previsla was using, like the the rope and all these other kind of things that they used against the Jedi. Um, and so I thought that was really interesting to see the same tactics passed on and. I just thought that was really neat. Yeah, I know. We did talk about that for a hot second. Yeah. That's one thing I'll have to go back and watch, because I know for a while there, I wasn't really into Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, But towards the end, I know I was definitely like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll have to um go back and kind of get that feel of, because, uh, you know, that was kind of the thing, too, is I hadn't really seen much about the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I think the only thing I really saw was that little line with you when um, Satine, I think, goes, not Satine. Oh, my bad. Sabine. <laughs> Sabine. You could see how I got those confused. Close. <laughs> I know, right? Like, literally, I think it was a letter off. <laughs> Sabine, Satine. Okay, yeah. Anyway. Um, but when Sabine goes back to Mandalore, mm-hmm. or maybe not, not, is it Mandalore? She yeah, goes back she goes to? back okay. to Mandalore. I couldn't remember because I think it looks so different mm-hmm. compared to. Well, the way, where her family is is different than the the main city of uh, for Mandalore, the okay. capital city. That's yeah. probably why I was getting a little confused. Yeah. I was like, it looks like they're like in a snowy... In a little dome. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's because Mandalore's been so ridden with war at one time, they've completely just decimated the surface. And yeah. so they have to live in like these biodomes in order to survive on their own planet. Oh. Which is why Satine fights so much for pacifism and instead neutrality. of going back. Yeah. Instead of going back to those warrior ways that got the planet where it was at this time. Right. Which, I mean, give a round of applause to Obi-Wan there, for real, because, you know, one of the things that really kind of hurt my heart when we were watching um, when Satine sent that thing out, like, Obi-Wan, we need your help. Like, please, someone help. And uh, they showed it to him, and they were like, oh, we can't do anything. Yeah. Like, they are... Even Yoda goes so far to say, I get where you're coming from. Right, like, I understand your emotions, but, you know, because of what she's, like, pledged and what she yeah. stands for, like, she's neutral, like, she's nor, 
a separatist nor um the republic the republic thank mm-hmm. you it was trying to come out there <laughs> um she's nor one or the other so she's neutral and so essentially like that means nobody can come to her aid mm-hmm. it's just like nobody they're cares on their own all of a yeah. right which is really sad like right. what so, so you've chosen to stay out of the war, but because you haven't chosen a side, forget you, you're on your own. Right. Yeah. You're just left to die. Yeah. And that's essentially... Which it seems like the Republic would still aid the neutral systems. But, I mean, I, I guess I kind of get it just because it, they're neutral because they don't want the Republic or the Separatists' help. They want to be their own thing. They're sovereign on their own. But at the same time, it's like, if the Republic truly are the ones that are the good guys and are the ones who want to help. And protect the innocent. Right. You would think that that's what would happen. But I think that's where it comes into a lot of what Palpatine's doing in the Senate. And with the uh, Republic and everything, turning turning it into what it is, making it to basically complete dysfunction. Yeah. To where it doesn't act anymore. It doesn't happen. Nothing happens anymore. And that's what he wants. Right. I mean. Because, I mean, he he even goes to tell uh, Obi-Wan. That it, uh, you'll have to leave your personal matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him saying that to him. Um, that it's just, it's a personal thing. And it's, I don't know. It's just sad, though. Because you would think that the Jedi think who, you know, because when I think about the Jedi, I think of people who want to protect the innocent. Mm-hmm. And even though, um, even though that it was a neutral, like, territory, planet, you know, it wasn't everyone's decision, though. I mean, yeah, I guess they were following behind Satine. But at the same time, she was the main leader, and I don't know, I just feel like it's kind of heartless to, you To know. just say, you didn't pick a side, take off. Right. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely see that. Yeah. Millions of people that are there, and they're mm-hmm. all going to have to suffer because of one person's choice. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Satine's overall choice in order to stay neutral. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know why she did it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying, like, she picked a bad thing but at the same time like it just it didn't end up working. that shouldn't cut them off from all right help. yeah it shouldn't like something should have been able to happen mm-hmm. but well and i think that's what what's interesting to see in the clone wars animated series um in attack of the clones all these other ones that it, it's interesting to see how the role of the jedi changes from peacekeeper to general yeah. And everything. Because all of a sudden they become basically these war machines. They do. And like there's uh, a couple novels um, where they actually talk about the Jedi and some people are scared of the Jedi. Or yeah. think that they're evil because they saw one side of it. Because they were where a separatist controlled place or something like that. And all they know is this great killing power that the Jedi have. But that's not what they were meant for. That's not their code. All of this Clone Wars, them being generals, is against the Jedi code. Right. That's not what they're supposed to be. Peacekeeper would be something where they would go to Mandalore and help or something like that. I don't know that they would be bound by the Senate. I mean, to a degree, I would think. But it wouldn't be the same as invading a planet. Right. It would be more of, hey, here's some peacekeepers to help you out. Right. You know? Um like I, we send neutral people, right? Exactly, because the Jedi should be neutral. Neutral, they they're shouldn't peacekeepers. Have a side. It doesn't. They're not Republic peacekeepers. They're not Separatist peacekeepers. They're peacekeepers, right? And so. that's why Obi Wan shows up. But plus the team, you know. Well, there was no way Obi Wan was going to sit there. And again, well, comes back to 
why do you think Anakin's that way? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he never listens either. Which so. Anakin did let him borrow a ship. That exactly. Was so it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It starts falling apart. <laughs> so, but. Which side note, I did like the uh, the the undercover costume that he had coming off of that ship. Yeah, because it was an original concept of Boba Fett before Star Wars ever happened. Yeah, that's really cool. So it was really neat. That's cool. I think that's nothing one ever thing. goes to waste with Star Wars. It doesn't. That's one thing I know you keep pointing out to me. Anything we see, whether it be like ships mm-hmm. or costumes or um, because wasn't uh, Bausch Leia wasn't that something? Or am I making that up? I thought you said it was something sure. else, and they end up using it for that. And that's why I got put on to her or something. Uh, not Bauchleya, um, Ketsu, Ketsu Anyo, um, she was a, uh, early concept for Boba Fett as well. Um, that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> as far as I know, I think Bauchleya was always, or Bausch the Bounty Hunter, I think that was an original. I'm not sure, though, to uh, be honest. So, I don't yeah. know. I just know along the way we watch movies and shows together yeah. and... And anything that's been coming out, um, a lot of times you're like, oh, that was original concept art for this, or that was mm-hmm. original um, for Zeb this. Zeb was one of those, how- actually. Yeah, yeah. He was, the ori- he was originally Chewy. Chewy. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Chopper was originally R2. Right. So, yeah. so, there's a lot of things that you know. You have a lot of knowledge, <laughs> and it's so helpful. I love it. Um, but, kind of getting back to our main story, I guess. Um, you know... So Obi-Wan goes and helps. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, Satine dies as he's trying to help her. Which is, Both of uh, us teared up. I know. Both of us did because <laughs> Satine's like, I'll always love you. Yeah. It was so like, oh, it's so mean too because, you know. I've never seen so much emotion in animation. I thought that was, so one, I don't know if you noticed it, but it, I think it played a lot to the scene. Where when uh, Maul is holding up Satine and everything, choking her and everything before he stabs her, um, you see the anguish in Obi-Wan's face. And then when he stabs her, like, oh. just in his face, in, in the animation itself, it's just kind of like this horror that, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it yeah. seems like that would be a, an emotion that would be difficult to convey in 3D animation. But, I mean, it was perfect. It was. And one of the cool lines I do want to talk about real quick that really kind of was like, holy crap mm-hmm. for me, was when, um, right before, like we, like we said, when he still got Satine up in that chokehold. Mm-hmm. And um, Maul makes another pass at Obi-Wan again about the anger. Yes. And stuff. Because he's like, I don't want to kill you right now. Like, I want you to suffer the way I suffered. Like, mm-hmm. I want you... Um, to like just be in pain, essentially, you know, mm-hmm. he just wanted him to just—I don't know—he wanted. He just him. wanted to be miserable, he suffer, did. always in pain. I mean, basically, do to him worse than what he did. To right, Maul. exactly. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, he goes back that whole like, uh, I just want you, you know, if you you channel that anger mm-hmm. and uh, vengeance, and I don't remember what else he says of uh, uh, hatred, hatred, fate, yeah, yeah, anger and hatred. Um, he says something along those lines. I mean, one's like, no, that's like, I can't remember the exact word. Well, he, he talks God. about the uh, the dark side. And so he's talking yeah. about how the dark side makes him more powerful. And then Obi-Wan goes through saying that the, the doing the or being part of the dark side is the easy path. Right. Uh, resisting it makes him stronger. Right. And stuff like that. And so it's kind of like a, a battle of theology almost. Right. Yeah. Like, no, it's harder to do the dark side, but no, Tim, like, Revert like resisting the temptation is mm-hmm. what's like harder, which makes him stronger and right. So, so yeah. both of them like think they're the stronger being, and mm-hmm. I mean, according to those battles the, with them together, like it, 
Yeah. Um, it all seemed like he had it together. So, but we know how it ends for him, though. So. We do. We do. <laughs> but I just thought that was interesting because, you know, mm. that's what um, Maul just keeps kind of going back to is that fear and anger and hatred and just, you know, all those that's things. That's what fuels that, him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, all those things that fuel um, the Sith. Mm. So that was, I don't know. That's just a cool line to me. I, I like that Obi-Wan was able to kind of throw it back at him and be like, no, like, I'm stronger because I can resist it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're the weak one because you're part of the dark side, mm-hmm. essentially. And then, fishoom. <laughs> it was a team. Yeah. That was, that was heartbreaking. Um, however, ending that arc, though, Maul got his butt handed to him. Oh, my God. What did so... you think about that final battle between, uh, what was it, Maul, Savage, and the Emperor? Or, creepy. sorry, to be Emperor Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. <laughs> um, creepy. Just creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you... you ooh. Like, <laughs> you just knew he was coming, too. Mm-hmm. And then he just... Everything he does is so creepy. Like, he, he barely, like, moves, like, a finger. And, like, things just happen. Like, he's just chosen like guards. freaking he's paranormal like, activity oh. when he walked into the room. Like, the guy's slammed up against the wall and he moves him up the wall and everything. Oh my it's just like, ugh, don't do that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, so he essentially chokes everyone out in his path. And yeah. He doesn't care. The, the guards are like, halt, and all of a sudden they're like, Egh. Well, and, and what's creepy is that, like, so the first one he comes across and everything, he comes off the uh, platform, starts choking, like easily gets up onto this uh, little speeder or whatever, walking. and he just keeps going. And the guy's just choking. Like normally, we see the Sith like snap a neck or some like kill him or right. whatever. And Palpatine's just like, "I'll let you writhe. Right? I'll, I'll just let you run your course. Right? I'm and, just, just going to go on." That's more creepy to me. It's just like, oh, just just finish. What are you I, doing? Right. Stop! <laughs> I think the part that creeped me out the most too is when um, we know he's coming, mm-hmm. but Maul doesn't know yet, and Maul's like, "Hmm." I feel this presence that I haven't felt since. Same line Master. that Vader uses too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kinda. Vader uses think- that. Well, no, Vader uses that exact line when Obi Wan gets on the Death Star um, in A New Hope. He said, "I sense a presence that I have not felt since." And then he doesn't finish the sentence and walks off. Same thing that Maul just well, did. But Maul says "master," though. <laughs> well, he says "master" when he walks Palpatine in the room. Walks in yeah, the home. Okay. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. But I thought that was interesting that 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 parallel. I mean, it may not might not, may not mean anything, but I mean they're both force wielders. So. <laughs> but see, and now it goes back to the whole thing of if you've got somebody who is calmly turning themselves over, or laughing while you're fighting them, <laughs> or smiling while you're fighting them, it's time to leave. Yeah, like, like you're not winning that fight, dude. Is psycho? Get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> yeah, because that was creepy. Just like the whole time. I mean. And here's the thing is, like, I know we probably see a little bit of Palpatine's um, power mm-hmm. throughout the movies, especially once we get to um, Revenge of the Sith. Yes. And. Well, that's I mean, when we actually see him fighting with the saber. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, I feel like at that point, too, you don't get as much as you would in the animated series. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit easier to, like, um, just give us those motions mm-hmm. and stuff. But. Um, Palpatine's scary. He's a scary fighter. He's some cool moves, though. Yeah, he does. He did these, like, little spin-around things. He even did his little corkscrew from Revenge of the Sith, too, where he flies at Mace Windu. He did that in there, too. I missed it. I tried to watch it. I missed it. He sure rewound it for me, because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I know exactly He did that, like, for a quick second, and that was actually right before the move that you said that you thought was cool when he goes 
like bends back oh, and goes behind his back with it and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he corkscrewed couple... through and then went behind his back and like it just looks so unnatural. Yeah. And it creeps me it out does. to no end. It does look really unnatural. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's really scary. Like Palpatine is not somebody you want to see in an alley. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. You better turn on run, buddy. Because uh, he's got moves. And it's he's scary. got moves. Not, not yeah. killer dance moves. Like killer saber moves. Like he'll stab you from behind somehow. I, like, I'd watch that movie. not behind. But I don't know. Like that's how he kills Savage. It's like he does some move behind his back and all of a sudden he brings him back forward and like mm-hmm. I think he like twists him in the Yeah, in he blocks it behind his back and then he puts it. Like through the, yeah, Savage, like, through Savage while he's standing like, in front of yeah. him with his back to him, yeah, yeah, and he's he sends him backwards into him, mm-hmm. and then I was like, brother, <laughs> he did, yeah, he did, he did, um, but yeah, that was crazy, and then on uh, then it ends with Palpatine telling Maul after he's tortured him with Force lightning, mercy. kicked his butt, mercy. yeah, Maul has, is completely broken, show me mercy, all this other kind of stuff. And he's like, I'm not gonna kill you yet. And then he like starts frying him with force lightning. He's like, I still have I still have use of you. And it's just like you're like I'm telling you, like there's there's always a like there's always a bigger fish. There's always a crazier person. <laughs> there always is. There always is. <laughs> but ooh, <laughs> ooh, it's scary. Yeah, that's a scary last like. What four minutes or something yeah. like that of that episode five maybe that was crazy. It's scary, mm-hmm. but really cool. Um, it was definitely really cool watching um Maul's arc. Oh, absolutely. Kind of, you know, watching him come back from the crazy spider legs back to like this really just ugh. just cold, calculating yeah, psychopath. Literally, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> but we know where he gets it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Palpatine was his master beforehand, and we do we know how long like he was his apprentice before. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, just he, enough time to train him, apparently. So well, we don't <laughs> the, know how long though. That's he, true. He could have yeah. been doing this for years before mm-hmm. we really lying in wait and everything. Yeah, because yeah. you know, I mean, like we said, the the Sith are in it for the long game, so they're not they're not <laughs> yep. looking to like rise up an army right away. I mean, if they are, they're training like. You know, behind closed doors mm-hmm. that you'll never see until it's time. Which I mean, there's only two, which is something that Palpatine says in that last episode too. Yeah, um, like you know, the way of the Sith, there can only be two: the mm-hmm. Master and the Apprentice. Yep. So he's like, and I've got an Apprentice now. Yeah, but so I'm not gonna kill <laughs> and you. You've been replaced, right? <laughs> so it's just yeah. The more I think about it, the more I'm just like, Ooh. I know. <laughs> Um, but you would actually mention this at one point about Maul being your favorite villain. Like, um, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I still have my love for Vader, but that's just because I feel like you get—I don't know—I just I love Vader's story. I think that's why I like him so much. Is you mm-hmm. get to see that look like we talked about that young boy turn into this evil, like just bad person, and you get that story behind it. And there's just a lot of heart in it because I—I mm-hmm. don't know—I just I get it and I like yeah. it. But um, for, like, villain-wise, like, straight up just, like, ooh, like, shiver, scary, yeah. like, maybe give me nightmares tonight kind of thing. <laughs> it's definitely Maul. Absolutely. It's definitely Maul. And I, I wish we got more of that Maul in the movies, mm-hmm. more so than in Clone Wars. Because, I mean, you had those people that when Maul came back in Solo, people were like, <gasps> mm-hmm. he was cut in half. That yep. dude dead. It's like, 
No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Come to my corner. Right. Welcome to my world. And, 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 and until we watched this together, I mean, I knew Maul was still alive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remembered the whole spider leg thing. And I remembered him going back to Tatooine to mm-hmm. find Obi-Wan. And I, I remember watching little bits and pieces with you, with um, Maul. And I knew he was alive. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I just didn't realize how scary he was. Oh, yeah. And so this makes me wonder, too, like, now what's going to be happening in a... And, like, if we get, like, a sequel... It's sequel to Solo. Solo or like Ooh. a or like a mall kind of you know what I'm saying like we don't know what the title is going to be but mm-hmm. if we get like a sequel to what's happening um so thus far in Solo mm-hmm. like I don't know I'm a little scared for who for everyone's future <laughs> just a little bit just a tad just just think Kira and Maul are about to be working much more closely right which <laughs> ooh, I wonder if she's the apprentice see I don't know. I know that he's he's gonna kind of, and that's and that's the thing is you kind of wonder at what point in the timeline this follows as far as Maul's line because we know where it falls in the overall canon, but as far as Maul's timeline, he has his Rebel saber. Um, he's got the legs that he has in and Rebels and everything too. Um, he's obviously around the time of the crime syndicate, but this has to be after. That showdown with Palpatine. Yeah, because that's... Ooh, I wonder what Palpatine puts him into and does. Because that's what Palpatine says at the end mm-hmm. of this, is I have plans for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I don't think... I don't know. See, I don't feel like Palpatine would rise him back up. Well, so so the, the Pikes, Black Sun, all that kind of stuff, this particular, I guess, underworld that he's collected is called the Shadow Collective. They all so it's not like, Crimson Dawn. It's Shadow Collective. So something spins off of that for it to become Crimson Dawn, and I think it might be the byproduct of whatever he's doing with Palpatine. Could be. Could be. I don't know. I'm excited to see though. I honestly like if you were like, "Hey, Kristen, what are you most excited about in the future of Star Wars?" Like one, Battlefront with the new characters coming out. Two, I want more Maul. <laughs> I need to know what's happening in the sequel movie. There's like, so much time we need to find out about it. I know, and I, I just, I want it so bad. <laughs> I need it in my life. Oh, definitely. But, I'm, I'm like, what are you, what are your thoughts? Do you have any other things you want to throw in here real quick? We... <laughs> well, I mean, as far as Maul, I mean, I, I love him as a villain. Um, he's he's one of my favorite favorite. characters. Yeah, yeah, he's always been he, one of your favorites. Well, and, and even as a kid, when I mean, I didn't know much about him, even in Phantom Menace before he came out. Like, I mean, that's... Mm. Um, that, it's weird to say, but it's it's a moment that I had with my dad trying to find that Darth Maul character, that 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 Darth Maul action figure. Yeah, it was really popular at the time and everything. And it's a fond memory, fond Star Wars memory I have of spending time with my dad. So you know, Maul unites families and stuff. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, like Not Maul really. has always been my favorite. I remember seeing him on the big screen for the first time in my first Star Wars movie in theaters and everything. And just everything about him is just so interesting to me because he goes from literally being chopped in half to saving himself through the dark side of the force and just sheer hatred and thirst for revenge Goes, climbs all the way up the ladder just to get thrown straight back down by his old master. <laughs> and then he's Where, in Rebels. Which is crazy, too, because you got to think. Palpatine's like, no, no, no. You're not going to mess this up for me. I've been playing this long game here for so long underneath, mm-hmm. like, 
underneath the curtains where yeah. nobody could see me. You know, no one knew. You're not about to like secretly rise into power. <laughs> When he I've even calls him a rival. Yeah. Yeah, he does. That's so funny because, you know, that line right before they battle, he's like, oh, master, I was just trying to get back with you or back to your side. And he's like. <laughs> You're trying to deceive me. Right. <laughs> You're trying. I can't even do it. I'm going to try to do Palpatine all of a sudden, but it just doesn't We'll work, work on your Palpatine. You're trying to deceive me. No, that's. <laughs> So like a troll or something. <laughs> Just kidding. Delete. Troll Palpatine. Delete. Yeah. I'll work on it. I'll get back to you guys. I'm just going to find me like a hood. And I'm just going to be like, hee 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 Like running around. Stop. So Palpatine's a witch it. now. I'm going to work on okay, it. Okay. 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 Don't judge me. I'm working on it. Pro tip. Start with do it. Do it. <laughs> Close, close. <laughs> Do it. Okay, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. But yeah. But no, I mean, Maul's always been one of my favorite characters. I mean, not even just villain, but just overall character. Because the growth this character has, all the things that he goes through, it's just astounding that he's he's overall, he's a survivor. He is. Like, no matter what, he has his goals, but he is a survivor. Self-preservation to the max. Are we sure Obi-Wan killed him a second time? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. I was getting a little nervous there. All of a sudden, we're gonna have like a Rise of Maul sequel, or you know, yeah. Rise you of thought Maul I two. was dead this time, right? <laughs> Hellraiser two over here, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be terrible. No, no, like, he's definitely dead this time. <laughs> just had to make sure. <laughs> and what's crazy is that I mean, and this kind of I know this isn't what the episode's about, but like touching on that last moment, it's almost like it's a moment of resolution for him because his revenge drove him all the way to that point under twin sons with obi-wan and he loses and the last thing he says is he will will he is is he the chosen one he will avenge us and so at that point it's like almost like my vengeance can rest is because i know that the chosen one will avenge us right but he groups himself in there with kenobi which is really cool i will he will avenge us well you know at this point too i'm wondering so do you think well it has to be so at this point we're getting um at this point in that storyline we're getting we're getting this is like um after everything so this is like well it's before a new hope but like leading up to it but like even solo is before this obviously because maul Mm -hmm. dies um right and so you know i'm I don't know. I just, like I said, I want that sequel so bad. I just need to know. So it's like, you know, maybe he does fall back out from under Palpatine's nose again because Palpatine dies. So maybe this is him rising up into Palpatine's spot. Well, he doesn't get to that point because Palpatine doesn't die until Return of the Jedi. So, well, I know, but I'm just saying. Oh. So Maul doesn't ever have the opportunity because everything oh. that happens to Maul happens before A New Hope. Dang it, we just need to do right. an episode on this. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you're yeah. like, my brain's just a turning and I'm like, Maul, like, we're not through with you. We need to make like we're gonna write like let's get a sheet of paper and we're just gonna think like storyline and we're gonna like write everything down we know for sure and we're gonna have the blanks <laughs> and we're gonna like theorize like maybe this is I'm what down happened. with that. I'm maybe down with this that. is what happened and we'll get back to you guys because I'm just like my brain is just literally like. Well, you know how I love my theories too. Yeah. So well, I, 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 I like think that'd little, be perfect. Like, Pop up monkey or something right now because I feel like someone's just they're like cranking. The machine. Kind of like we were talking how Maul keeps going down other avenues right. while he's trying to... Like, yeah. 
th- guys, this is Kristen this going is through multiple avenues, literally traveling down a rabbit like, hole. My eyes are just open right now because I'm just like trying to think and when certain things would have fell in. I don't know. Well, like that's he why said, when he's yeah. talking about him, you know, he's grouping themselves together. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought like he's had to have taken himself out of the picture with Palpatine in order to feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's gotten... Or maybe the vengeance he's referring to is pa- against Palpatine. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, at this mm-hmm. point, he's not, like, under Palpatine anymore. He's got on himself. Maybe it's because Palpatine's done something to him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's just realized I'm sure that... he's done a lot to him. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> I got the gears turning. This is why I love wa- rewatching these things with you. Cause I've, <laughs> I've seen these arcs. I've seen the movies and everything, but it's cool seeing it through your eyes. Cause you're just like, Oh my God, there's so many things. All I'm, the things. I know I'm a kid in the candy store. <laughs> I really am. That's really cool. <laughs> and there's a Palpatine over there and a Darth Vader candy there. Like <laughs> Anakin's up the wall over there. Like does the Vader one have a smoky flavor? It does actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called it. Smoked. Smoked. <laughs> Mustafarian smoked. <laughs> I was trying to think of something funnier than that, but I couldn't. <laughs> indoor. Uh-huh. It's smoky indoor. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> I couldn't think of what that place was called. <laughs> All right. So I think that's a good place to end our episode because yeah. otherwise we will be here. All, All night. night. <laughs> Which is cool because that, I mean, that's how much I love Maul, and I'm glad that you have that appreciative appreciation for him as well. Um, it, it's just, he's just such a cool character. Um, and I'm sure this will not be the last time we talk about Maul. Oh, no. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll definitely, we'll definitely have something else, mm-hmm. um, for sure. If not, like, right here in the foreseeable future. Um, you know, like I said, if we get, like, sequel, we're going to have to get something else for Maul. Absolutely. So. Well, I'm sure he'll come up in conversation. Oh, he will. Quite a lot. <laughs> he sure will. But yeah. but, yeah. So, this was a really fun um, arc. I really enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. love seeing that mall side. Um, just getting to get to know him. That. Yeah, yeah. know him. Because you don't really get to know him. Yeah. But it was good. Absolutely. I agree. So, definitely. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Kessel Run Weekly. Um, you can find... All of our things on KesselRunWeekly.com, any past episodes, anything like that. Um, and be sure to follow us on social media, at Kessel Run Weekly on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we talk back. <laughs> we do. Um, and don't forget, also on our website, we have like a little suggestion box, I guess mm-hmm. is what we can call it. Um, little contact form, yeah. Contact form, so you can contact us and just let us know um, how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just send us a fun message. Yeah. Um, Give us some suggestions on things maybe you want to hear or talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're pretty open. Absolutely. So <laughs> just don't forget to like and subscribe. Definitely, definitely. Um, and if you're on iTunes, please leave us a review. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Um, anything you'd like to hear on the show or anything like that. Yeah. Um, um, and Danny, did we tell our awesome listeners that we're on Spotify? No, I have not. Well, hey, guess we what, guys? We're on Spotify. Woo-hoo! So don't worry, you Apple haters. <laughs> <laughs> we are on Spotify now. <laughs> so just go find us there. I think you can actually probably follow or subscribe or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can subscribe on uh, okay. Spotify. I wasn't sure how the podcast worked on there. I know yeah. like, for playlists it's, it's you can new. follow. So, yeah. so 
Yeah, I figured because I was like, what podcast? <laughs> this was a couple months ago, though, so no worries. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely um, go subscribe, follow our podcast there as well. Absolutely. And so, guys, again, thank you so much for listening to us week after week. Uh, stay tuned next week for Solo and the Attack of the Clones. Woo-hoo. Yes, very excited. Um, and until next time, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>